You're looking through your calendar to figure out a date to spend time with an old friend. As you search for some availability, you realize two things. One, we're only a few weeks out from a brand new year. And two, you're putting in an awful lot of effort to maintain a friendship that you're convinced that you've outgrown. But she's all you know. As you head into the new year, how can you be more intentional about connecting with new people who are a bit more like-minded? People who feel more compatible with the woman you are today. If you've ever been in this place, wondering how to position yourself to welcome friendships that feel like a better fit for where you are at this point in your life, then today's episode is for you. Welcome to the Friend Forward Podcast, powered by BetterFemaleFriendships.com. I'm Danielle Byer-Jackson, a friendship coach, educator, and author of the upcoming book, Fighting for Our Friendships. And it's my job to share the science of women's conflict and connection. So when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding these kinds of relationships, I am here to help you through it. So I want to share four ways with you that you can start to find yourself among like-minded people. And I want to start by, I guess, defining that word. You hear it a lot. You know, I want like-minded friends, but like-minded in what way? So there's a couple different ways to take that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you one way to find people who are like-minded in terms of your interests, in terms of your identity, and in terms of your values, because those are all kind of different, right? And then the fourth strategy or concept that I'm going to share with you to help you attract like-minded friends is one that you are not going to expect. You would not have made a direct connection between like-minded friends and this thing that I'm going to ask you to do. Okay, so just hang in there with me, all right? So here we go. Number one, the first thing you can do is visualize and then mobilize. Here's what I mean, okay? We're going to do an exercise together. If I could see a snapshot of your ideal picture of, of what you're doing when you're hanging out with your people, when you visualize these like-minded friends, what are you doing? What would I see if I were watching you spend time with like-minded friends? I want you to think of maybe two or three snapshots. What would these little vignettes, what would they look like? Here's why I'm asking. One of your vignettes was probably like, you know, hanging out at home with these people and running your mouth on the couch, right? If you're anything like me. But what are some other things I'd see you doing with like-minded people? Here's why I prompt you with that. So often we wait for the right people to come into our lives. And then once we have them, we go out into the world and we engage in, in certain activities that light us up and bring us joy. But I think we're operating backwards, okay? If you are interested in horses or crochet or reading, where do you think those people are? They're in the stables. They're in the craft shop. They're at the bookstore. They're at a book club, right? What are your interests and how can you go engage and socialize those interests to be among women who are, quote, like-minded in that way, at least with regard to interest? Now, I do want to note this, and I believe it's Shasta Nelson who said this first, but Interests don't necessarily guarantee compatibility. Interests are helpful in keeping momentum in a friendship because you guys like doing the same things and shared experiences keep us together. So interests are important in that way. Okay, so I'm not saying if you're in a book club with other women who like to read, it guarantees you're compatible as friends, but it's a really great starting point. So I want you to think of what are some of your interests? What are some of the things that you've been doing alone What are the things that you've been putting on hold and saying, well, I'll go do that once I find people who can do it with me? And how can you go and be in those spaces first 
to position yourself to be among people who appreciate those same activities. Okay, so that's the very first thing I want to challenge you to do to find those who are like-minded in your interests. Now, the next thing I'd like you to try doing is finding direction from I am statements. This is one of my favorite exercises to do, especially when we're having conversations around loneliness. Okay, the second way you can attract people who are like-minded is to find direction from I am statements. So we're going to do it together. I'm going to intentionally pause here as I'm speaking for you to have some time to, to think. I want you to fill in the blank. I am blank. When you think about the various aspects of your identity, how would you complete that statement? Let's say five times. I am blank. I am blank. So as an example, I might say, I am a woman. I am black. I am a creative. I am an entrepreneur. I am a mother. When I think about these various aspects of my identity, right, who define who I am when you put them all together, I want you to do the same thing. And pause the episode if you need to, because you're going to need this to take the next step. Okay, so I'm going to pause and let you figure out what your four I am statements are. Now, the question becomes this. What communities are you engaged in that affirm those various aspects of your identity? So for example, if I say I am a mother, what spaces am I in where I feel like I'm getting support or understanding from people who understand that lifestyle, they understand that commitment, they can offer support because they get it. I can take my troubles too, they understand, and they understand me in this unique way. Where am I plugged in where I'm getting support for that aspect of who I am, right? As a Black woman, there are spaces I need to be in with other Black people, period, because I need to be among people who understand a certain experience, what it's like to navigate the world in this way, and they can affirm that. They can speak life into me. They can show understanding, and we can go back and forth, right? Certain humor and cultural things, right? As a woman, Where am I in spaces where the conversations about being a woman in certain spaces or being a creative? If you are feeling lonely, disconnected, unseen, or misunderstood, I challenge you to determine first those various critical aspects of your identity and where you are in those spaces where you feel affirmed, energized, and seen. You know, as a Christian woman, I need to be among people who share certain aspects of my faith. We subscribe to the same, you know, worldviews to an extent because we're speaking the same language. We have the same ideals and objectives. So just some things to just think about. If you need to pause to reflect on that, but every time I do that exercise with someone or even for myself when I feel disconnected, it gives me an aha and it provides direction for where I ought to be moving my feet to go and find, quote unquote, my people, or at least to go and find some understanding and connection at the least. Okay. All right. Number three, I need you to determine your values. Now, I don't necessarily mean here, you know, values in the world, although that might be helpful, but what are some of your relational values? If you say, you know, I value vulnerability, I value that in a relationship being open and self disclosure. Okay. Is that something you know to look for? And is it also something that you are offering yourself? If you say, I value communication in my friendships, that's really important to me. Okay, are you not only looking for friends who are communicative and open and mature, right? Are you doing the same thing? 
Are you finding that you are testing people by not communicating, by withholding certain things to see how she's going to show up? That would be poor communication. We shouldn't be testing our friends. So I want you to determine what are the things, maybe think of three or four that you could say, okay, these are relational values that I have. These are my like ideals. I think these should be key touchstones when I'm in a relationship with, you know, another woman platonically, right? What are those things? And I want you to think, have I been putting those things top of mind as I engage new friends or as I maintain existing friendships? And am I honoring it myself? If there's a breakdown where you're not using it as a filter for your friendships and you're not honoring it yourself, there's probably a breakdown. Okay. So determining your relational values and making sure you not only require them of the people you engage, but that you're honoring them yourself. Having that kind of integrity will be really helpful in feeling like you are among your people. Okay. And then here's the last thing I want to share about finding like-minded people. And let me pause for a second. You'll notice that this list is not necessarily a list of tips and hacks. If you remember about a year ago, I did a a big video on TikTok sharing that I would no longer even use that language. I don't really have tips for you or hacks because it implies that there are these quick shortcuts that will expedite the process of engaging and entering into healthy friendships. But you can't tip or hack your way through this. This is a process. This is a renewal of our, our mindset. We're thinking differently. We know that developing healthy platonic intimacy takes time. There's some healing required before we can engage in the relationships we desire for ourselves. So I've made a a personal commitment as a coach and educator in this space to no longer use that language because I don't want to sell you on something that's not real. Okay, it gets a lot of clicks and likes. I'm not going to lie when you're like five tips for, you know what I'm saying? But we do things differently here. You and I, we do things differently, okay? All right, so the first three things I gave you, they're not tips or tricks. They're different concepts that you can kind of apply to find your people, all right? The last thing I wanna share with you is this. Thank you for always hanging tight when I digress for a second, all right? (laughs) To find like-minded people, I need you to get comfortable sharing your boundaries early on and engaging and welcoming healthy conflict in the early stages. Now, that might sound like, okay, Danielle, what's the connection here? Let me paint a picture for you, okay? If I'm so concerned about just having friends or having people, right, then I'm probably going to sit still and sit quiet whenever something is done that feels like it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone and not in a good way. Or if I feel like people are saying things that kind of make me cringe or they're expecting me to do things that I don't feel you know comfortable doing or I feel like I'm compromising my values in a certain way. If I'm sitting quiet and I'm sitting tight on all that for the sake of just having people in my life, I'm going to find that I have gradually, unintentionally created a social network where I feel like I'm not among like-minded people. But how much of that am I contributing to? by staying silent, by not informing friends when there are things that are happening that don't really feel good to me, right? Because I don't want to rock the boat, because I don't want to, whatever it is. If that's how I choose to operate perpetually in these platonic relationships, I'm going to lift my head up one day and be like, who are these people? They don't value me. They don't see me. They don't understand me. Well, I'm not showing who I am from the very beginning. We say this all the time here at Friend Forward, but Boundaries are simply data that your friends need to know how to love you well. I don't know about you, but I need my friends to tell me 
what feels good to them, what doesn't, you know, what are your preferences? What are your needs? What are the things that make you uncomfortable? I need to know because I want to love you well. You're going to have to get comfortable doing that from the very beginning. And there's a way to do that. We're not saying like, okay, I'm sorry, here are my list of boundaries. You know what I'm saying? That tone, nobody's going to really receive that well. But it's just sharing information along the way that people might need to know of how to operate with you. So if you're saying it's important to me that I feel seen, that I feel safe to make mistakes, that I feel safe to show up and share my real opinion without fear that this friend's going to cancel me. I mean, how many of us yearn for that kind of comfort and emotional and psychological safety? in our friendships, all of us. Do you think you're going to get there by being silent on the things that matter most for fear that you'll be rejected? That's totally valid. For fear you'll be misunderstood, you know, for fear that you'll be judged. I can appreciate all of that, but it's also going to delay you experiencing platonic intimacy and feeling like you are among people who just get it. One way to see if a person just gets it is to lean into healthy conflict or disagreement, right? So if a friend does or says something and you're not feeling it, or if you have a different position on something or whatever it is, if you muster the courage to kindly and maturely voice your opinions or your boundaries, this is where we see our capacity for depth. This is where I learn how you receive my preferences. You know, is she like, oh my gosh, thank you for telling me that? Or is she like, okay, well, I don't agree with you, but I could see how you could view things that way. That's very telling. She's demonstrating the capacity that we have here in this relationship for depth, openness, vulnerability. So I'm hoping that if you're listening right now and you're like, man, I feel like I'm not around my people, I hope that for somebody listening, this is the aha, because it's not just about finding people who like our same list of interests in music and TV, but instead asking yourself, do we have the capacity for more? And only discovering that by being brave when giving voice to our preferences, needs, goals, boundaries, and desires. Okay? Now, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I want to ask you to do a mental shift for a second. So often when we talk about finding our people or finding like-minded people, some of us are thinking about this ideal person who's just floating around that we automatically mesh with. And we think that it's just a matter of finding these perfect people somewhere. But I want you to take less emphasis on this ideal person and think more about the dynamic that you are looking for with like-minded people. A relationship where you feel seen, valued, and affirmed and things feel like they flow and you feel safe. Think about the dynamic and less about that person, okay? The question now becomes, what might be required of you to experience the dynamic that you're looking for? Do you need to be showing up more intentionally in spaces where you can engage in your interests? Do you need to be speaking a little more honestly about how you feel, your preferences and boundaries? Do you need to be a little more active in certain ways, a little braver in certain relationships to enjoy the experience of being among like-minded people? We must first ask ourselves, what might be required of me to achieve these kind of relationships? I know a lot of times our homework is very tangible. This one's a little more conceptual and reflective, but I do feel confident that it'll point you in the direction that you need to head to have the kind of relationships you've been looking for. Now, if this is something that's been especially timely for you, I want to hear about it. You know, I love a good voice note. You can come and hit us up on Instagram at friendforward or visit us 24-7 at betterfemalefriendships.com.
Until then, I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.